Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, soul path travelers. Welcome to those that are in the chat or just getting there. All of you listening by phone, computer, internet, archives. However, you're tuning into us, welcome. Uh, if you're listening later, that's great. Um, you can catch all the archives on podcast uh, platforms, and uh, you can subscribe. Also, we can come. Quick innings with Michelle Mache can come right in your inbox, right on your phone, right in your preferred podcast platform. If you do have a question or a comment or you'd like a reading, you can call in at 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. That lets me know that you want to get on air. Ah, And if you've been subscribed to Awakenings and supporting and leaving those amazing inspirational appreciation feedback comments, um, especially iTunes and other on the podcast platforms, I want to thank you very much. And also want to invite new listeners to please join us on Facebook. You know, follow me on Instagram. I also have my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. I do weekly Soul Insights, and I just started doing also monthlies um, using the lens of your of astrology, so Sun, Moon, and Rising signs. Um, so you can catch that. Um, there's November is uploaded. And I'll be uploading December um, soon. They're already they're already recorded. I'm on it, you guys. I'm on it because you guys are inspiring me. I'm getting such great um, appreciation and inspiration. I want to thank Mitchie, also listener, and hangs out with us on Facebook uh, for your inspiration today about my writing. So I'm putting that in motion as well. So I'll be looking for something coming out for me in 2020. So, yeah, I want to invite all of you, uh, please, you know, definitely connect with me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm really active on Instagram and Facebook. Twitter as well. If you want just some little pops of, you know, I, I curate some some stuff and then obviously post my own insights. But we have an amazing group, uh, community, soul tribe, awakenings uh, group page, and there's just just great posts. I mean, some people are really posting some great stuff. Uh, questions, you know, just kind of contemplation things to ask, um, conversation starters, but also what's going on with people in the community. Now, those of you that have been hanging with me for a while, you know that um, I, I really stress a big part of awakening at a certain part of your path is really about, 
actually throughout your path, really, speaking your truth, speaking up. But especially as you start healing more, learning, and growing, it's not just about giving back. It's about your energetic participation, okay, vibrationally. And especially if you have been doing a lot of work on yourself, you have much more, um, you know, you have a higher vibrational frequency. This again, I, again, I say this because many of you have heard me talk about this. But consciousness is an inside job. So when you're doing work with somebody that's done a lot of work and still working on themselves, you know, uh, but from a place of they're perfect as they are and wholeness, but just in the place of healing and expanding and expressing more of the soul and more of a clearer vibrational frequency. And when someone has done a lot of work with other people, you're getting that all those teachers, you're getting the lineage. And sometimes people say to me, well, like, Michelle, I'm kind of picky about who I do work with or something. You know, I get a lot of invitations and a lot of them I may not go to. Some of it, like, it might feel good. It might feel very nurturing. Um, but I really tune in to see, you know, my guides, where am I guided? Um, and again, you know, where is the most juice? I guess that's one of the things you want to look at. So I know for me, I didn't start my teaching. Well, I was kind of thrown into it, the channeling, you know, that just boom, opened up. And then people from all around the world started coming to me and calling me. You know, I didn't even, you know, most people that are really called to, are called to this path. I always call them reluctant light workers, you know, the reluctant healers, the reluctant star seeds. Um, because they could just be in the background position, you know, really. Um, but there'll be something extraordinary that happens that pushes you on the path where you really have no choice. And that's kind of what happened with me is that uh, people just started referring. I don't even know where they came from. At first it was just all phone, then I did in phone, in person, and in metaphysical bookstores and events and people's homes. And then I also channeled for some traders in Chicago, investment bankers and traders that had some private groups. So I did a lot of private group, but I was just thrown in. So, but I've studied so much and worked with so many teachers. There's a very strong lineage, embodied teachers and other dimensional teachers and beings. Um, so there's a lot of us out there that are coming more to the forefront and you find us, it's not just me, you find these starseeds, the seeded ones. And we're to see the other ones, the, the, the upper coming, you know. Um, and I'm bringing this up because I had a question, well, two questions to answer, and then I'm going to get to callers. And, of course, those of you that are new, we have our awakening dialogue about 1245, 1250, 55-ish, depending on how many readings I'm doing. Um, so Richard asked, the other question that I want to hone in to Diana and Richard, getting a lot of questions about numbers. Um, Richard asked how to know, you know, to prep, how to prep for deeper soul level changes and know you're on the right track or working with the right teacher. Now, you will only get the level of consciousness that you're at to, to work with. You may work with somebody that is very strong or powerful or very expansive and you may, that may be just a, like a little boost, like a jump start, like jump starting a battery or, or putting, you know, the, the negative positive together of the battery charger, you know, the electrical, you might just get a jump start. 
And, and it just depends on your path, what you're meant to do, who you're meant to work with, and what kind of work you're meant to do. So it's not a kind of one stop, you know, one, one principle for all. Um, and we are going to have a great um, guest next week that we're going to be talking about this on the path, this, the pitfalls, you know, what to look, what to look for. Um, and I've gotten this over the years because people can get caught up in kind of culty stuff or they get caught up in people that really don't know what they're doing or haven't had a lot of training. And I am a big proponent of training. I mean, especially, you know, minimum compassionate communication, understanding the communication cycle, you know, um, coming from I statements, you know, some kind of counselor training. I think it's really important. Um, continue to do your work, but really do your work, not just energy work or Reiki, but something that's bringing also the cognitive or, or behavioral, working with patterns, um, working with, you know, energy fields. So, you know, really a holistic approach. So, you know, sometimes it's your, it is your gut, it's your inner knowing, but then if you're not that seasoned or you have a lot of wounding, you may be attracting you know, more wound mates, even in your healing practice. And that may be, that may be part of the healing, but I would say anybody that you work with, they need to be do. This is, you know, my friends, my colleagues, my teachers, the requirement was also that they also are working on themselves continually that not just on their own, but they have somebody else that they check in with. Um, because as we, no matter how conscious somebody is, how much awake, how aware, you know, how gifted, how many years, how many classes, training, whatever, degree, certification, you know, what lineage you've come from, how much shamanic training, whatever it is that you've trained in, hypnotherapy, three years, five years, 20 years of training, you still have it, you know, like my dad used to say, you're growing, hopefully, as long as you're living, as long as you're breathing. So we are ever unfolding expansion expansion of consciousness, expanding in consciousness, allowing more of the soul signature frequency to come through and play out in the human field. But in the human field, that is, that is the also playing out of the opposites or the contrast or the wounding. In fact, I talked about this on my Soul Insights um, video on YouTube for the week about learning from contrast. And we're still learning from contrast. Now, that's going to lessen. The contrast is going to lessen as we move more and more into the new paradigm and the new paradigm starting with the Aquarian age. So there, it's this ever unfolding that is happening. So somebody that is, I would say, maybe can see, can help you see where maybe you might be overstretching or overreaching or, or doing things more based on the ego, but also letting you do some of that, right? Guiding you, so the guidance, but also guiding you to start accessing or tapping into your own inner knowing and, and giving you tools. That's a big thing, giving you tools. It's, that's, I'm a big proponent. I call them soul path tools, you know, spiritual pr principles, my thing is, you. I think everybody should be able to be on a deserted island and have the tools. If there's no books, there's no mentor, friend, teach, what are you going to do? You know, or you can't reach, what are you going to do? So that you're accessing your own tools and you're feeling it. And then, you know, again, building that trust or that rapport that you can 
you know, seek that guidance or, or comfort or insight or, you know, from a person or and or group. But that's not your main thing, you know, that you're tapping into source energies on your own, that it's supplemental. And it, ha- and it has nothing to do with time because some people say, well, how much should I work with you? Well, I have people sometimes, I've had some people that I've worked with um, twice a week because they were going through so much. One person was coming out of, was in a rehab situation. Um, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, it just depends on where you're at in your path, but you need to be working with somebody that is, again, guiding you to your own internal timing, your own inner rhythm. In other words, how do I feel my own internal timing and rhythm? What is that? How do I get to know that part of me through the higher power or higher self, that power and presence within? Am I strengthening that? Am I strengthening that muscle? So Richard goes on to say how to prep for the deeper changes that are going on now and knowing you're on track. Well, right now there's a bit of a interesting, especially for many earth, um, all signs, but specifically the earth signs and the uh, water signs have really been challenged with the, the aspects that are playing out astrologically. And you could just say the energies because there is, those are the signs that deal first and foremost with manifestation. You know, ideas may come on the realm of the mental realm, right, or the, the air signs. Um, the action may come through or a sense of creativity from the, the fire, you know, fire, the spirit gets the, the inspiration, right? But the ones that ground the energy and emotions, when we're talking about water signs, we're talking about deep emotion. We're talking about emotional body, the emotions. So the, the emotional realm and clearing that really from a, the astral etheric perspective is really key, like, especially this month, this month of Scorpio. And we won't get deep into the astrology of it, but some of you have heard me talk about it uh, on this podcast as well as write about it on my Soul Playground blog or uh, YouTube videos or, you know, Instagram and Facebook, and I'm sure you've heard from other podcasts and astrologers, you know, the intensity of the aspects. It's a really, it's a, it's a digging deep and clearing emotionally, releasing emotionally, releasing the attachments, but it is a letting go. It is, it, it, it's a letting go to the higher power or higher self, that power and presence within, and less and less of the egoic functioning, the ego functioning. So it's really the ego, which is very important, but ha- but it's in a sense, as we go further into the soul alignment, as we ascend and go further into the soul alignment, the ego beca- is, it releases to become the personality. It becomes just the interface, right? It becomes less conditioned response pattern. So there's intense cleansing and clearing so that you could say the ascendant that we are, the ascendant in the chart, how we interface in the world, how people see us, you know, the outer aspect of us, there is this intense releasing of past karmic situations, um, learning, you know, experiences and karmic entanglements that are based on the old patterns. So what's happening is we're becoming patternless, less and less patterned. 
And that's a little scary. I mean, I'm even going through it in my own life. I mean, it's a little scary. You just have to kind of show up and something's there or not there. You can only go by feeling or vibration and, and keeping it very much into the present moment as to what is in front of you, what's in front of you right now, right? Um, so it's really keeping it to the ego not being able to use past, you know, trickery, to use real magic. That's not necessarily sleight of hand. It's tapping into something more. So one of the ways you can know that you're on the right track or you can prep or, or assist in these, as Richard's saying, these deeper uh, soul level changes is through meditation, meditative practice, uh, connecting to the subtle energy. And those of you, you know, I have a lot of tools of that on my on Soul Playground and also on my YouTube channel. Um, find ways to clear you know, emotional stuck energy, emotional patterns, be aware of your patterning, you know, your default position, how you navigate, because we're being reorientated to navigate differently in the world, to navigate less and less from conditioning, from condition response patterns, from I did it this way in the past, so this must work, or John did it this way and it works, Susie did it this way and worked. No, it's like check in, pause. Go into the deeper aspect of yourself, connect into spirit, God, the all that is, source energies, come through the higher self, let the higher self lead. So you might feel like you're held back or there's a lot of pausing right now because a lot is getting cleared out. You know, the old closets, the old wounds are being cleared out of the mind and, and what it represents or how it's reflected on the earth plane is being cleared out and cleansed so that a new directive can come in that is less, um, I don't want to say this, that's going to be less influenced by the past or past limitations. Okay, Richard and everyone, I hope that helps. One more question, then we're going to get to callers. And again, that number is 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad um, Unable to see stuff in the chat, so for some reason. All right, and then Diana was at saying that she keeps seeing the number 512 and wondering what that means. So if we look at it numerically, the 5, the 1, the 2, that breaks down to a 6, um, or excuse me, an 8. But you want to look at each number individually, so that 5 has to do with changes, some kind of disruption. It could be change in residence. It could be just some new influences coming in. And then one is having you focus on yourself, that magician within, focusing on your personal ideas, the, how you're expressing and experiencing. You know, what is your identity? You know, what, how are you identifying right now? Yes, as a spiritual being, you know, with the soul that has a body, and, you know, this earth plane, you know, a soul being. Um, you have a certain design or matrix. And then that two is bringing in cooperation. Now, that it boils down to an eight, that tells me that you're learning something new. So there's something, maybe it's apprenticing, could be a new job, new situation. There's something new where you're going to be trying out these new skills, if you will, these new ways of being in the world. Um, so there's some kind of freeing up perhaps partnership or relationship with that too. And two can also be connecting to the higher self. It could be this, blending the seen and the unseen, right? Spirit, when it's undifferentiated energy, and then as it manifests, it, become, 
individual energy, right? Differentiated energy. So, it, yeah, that very powerful if you keep seeing that. Um, some people asked about 1010, which is huge changes um, coming into life, new beginnings. 2020, which we're coming in, very powerful, which is huge changes, big changes, but also 2020 brings turning points. So 20 is a turning point. So when you have two, that emphasizes. So anytime you double the number, it emphasizes your experience. It's also the totality of the numbers of what's happening. Like that 2020 turning point is leading, 20 and 20 is a 40, it's 40, distills to a four. So it's bringing some kind of new security. And that's what I'm feeling, even in Richard's uh, question about deeper soul level changes, you know, the game is changing, the rules are changing, and so we're being trained, entrained too. There's an entrainment of the rules, of what's, how to, you know, how to access, what, how to be more, on the, how to be on the earth plane, you know, how to bring in more of these metaphysical universal principles, universal laws, right? How do you bring this, you know, more into your life, basically? So the and if you're seeing 1111 or 111, those are activation numbers. We call them more galactic numbers. Those numbers have to do with reminders of the truth of who you are. It's also signaling you're on the right path. But they're activation numbers. Usually you're receiving, especially 1111, you usually are receiving some kind of up-leveling or upgrade um, energetically. Um, and then, of course, the angelic numbers, 222, 444, 555. Now, I'm not going to get into all those because I did on a previous podcast, and I want to get to callers. Um, but suffice it to say that when you're, seeing, um, when you're seeing numbers, you're being helped. It's you, the cosmic aspect of you, that, you know, the all that is. That part of it, you're putting out a clear broadcast or message. You're wanting help. You're wanting insight. You're wanting guidance. You're wanting to know something. And so it's like an echo. You're putting it out there, and it's coming back to you. And it can be from the angelic realm, the angels, right, uh, the archangels, the spirit guides, you know, the unseen helpers. You know, and so one thing you can do is to ask, you know, well, how can I ground this message or this guidance? Can you bring me also some embodied help or helpers or something more on the denser physical level? So it is all about asking. Ask and you shall receive. It, it really is about first putting the call, the message out there. You know, what are you needing and wanting? And then waiting for that to come back. All right, let's get to callers. We've got our first caller on the air. Welcome to Awakening. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hi, I'm sorry. Can you hear me or not? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. Um, my name is Keisha. Um, I'm calling in because I wanted to know, um, I've been trying to buy a house for a while, and I'm trying to get out of debt, and I'm wondering when you know, that's going to happen so that I can be able to, you know, buy a house. Okay, let's see. And Keisha, can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? I, I can. You sound a little far away, but I can hear you. Okay, good. Okay. All right, let's see. Um, and you're wanting to buy a house, and you're wanting to get out of debt. 
Well, that's a biggie for so many right now. Um, I would say that February, March seems to hold some promise for you where I feel like you might have more of a plan. Okay. Okay. Um, And it may be more, I'm actually even seeing things like, I don't know, budgeting, putting monies aside. Um, Could be another job either an extra job or you're working with other people that that kind of get extra work in is what I'm hearing, or you're working differently. There seems to be some changes next year about, you know, uh, how you're working. Does that make sense? That does. Yeah. So that is going to help you because I do feel like there is going to be more, mm, yeah, there's going to be more of a foundation, um, Yeah, there is going to be yeah, there is going to be more of a foundation for you next year. I feel like it, but it it's going to take a plan. It's it's not just doesn't just happen. Right. Yeah, there it is. So a lot to do with the finance. Um, it could be friends. It could be a group. I don't know. It feels like there's some kind of group or friends or something or colleagues that is going to be beneficial. And you are going to find yourself working more. So if you haven't been working as much this year or it's been kind of inconsistent, that will be changing, and then that's going to help. Okay. 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 All right. That helps a lot. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if we can get to the next caller here. Hello and Hello. welcome. You're on Awakening. Hello. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Who's this? Hello. Hi, this is Christine. I've called in a few times. Hey, Christine. Hey, how are cool. you? Um, yeah, I have a question about more employment um, career. Um, I called in about the job that I actually currently have, and you were like, go for it, and it's been great. But I've been feeling, oh, I knew sure. that it was going to be kind of temporary. Um, I was just following the opening at that time. But it's getting, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that it's, like, not a great work environment. I just feel like they haven't been completely honest with me. Um, like, they told me that I would be a full-time employee with benefits, and they've, like, I'm still technically, like, a 1099 contractor, so I'm working more than full-time but not getting any of the benefits. Like what I was promised salary-wise, I have not received, and I'm just wondering if this is just like a sign for that for me to transition out of this now. And there are things that are on the horizon. Well, I think for you have like, to get. Well, it's only a transitional or temporary job, right? That's what I'm hearing, and that you even said that. So. Yeah, um, and maybe I said that in the previous reading. So I wouldn't get into all those. Those are just going to distract you. You know, you're in that to focus on what it is you really want to do, right, and to start creating yeah. something else. So okay. sometimes our higher self leads us to something that isn't totally ideal or, in other words, if it's a transitional job, totally. you don't have to do a lot of training totally. or a lot of work, right? Exactly. Because then it's going to but take I, you away, that's... right, it's, but I'm doing so much work. That's the thing. Like, I thought that I'd be able to do this and kind of, like, do other things. But right now it's, like, 50, 60 hours a week. But, like, 
And so I'm like, how can I keep this transitional job the way that it was supposed to be a transitional job? And like, if I were to leave it, is that a trigger that I, that I should just pull, but I don't have anything lined up. Like I have no, something that, I no, not uh, December, yeah. like something I had like an opportunity at back to go back to production, maybe like December, but nothing's been confirmed. So I don't even know if that's coming mm-hmm. through or not. So I don't want to like say anything and like leave the job. No, wait, because see a lot. Yeah. Wait, see the energy is just so, I, it's so, um, it's so blocked and starts stopped right now. And so I, yeah. I would wait until you have something um, because, again, the, I'm really seeing a lot of, especially March, April on, you know, more of the, the second half of the year, you know, or second quarter into the first quarter. For some people, maybe a little bit February, March, but I feel like some of these things, some of these areas that are stuck for many people are going to start um, loosening up, and you're going to see why. You're going to see, wow, I'm glad I didn't do that because something better came in. So you might okay. find yourself, and this is for you, Christine, as well as other people that are listening that are going, oh, my God, I'm going through this as well. You might find yourself a bit feeling stuck or like in a holding pattern, or I'm still in this job, or I'm still in this situation, or I'm still in this house that doesn't sell, or I can't find a new one. There's a reason yeah. for that. I mean, I know it's so um, uh, frustrating, you know, um, it's yeah. just like, but spirit always acts either either at the a holy instant, something really quickly happens, or the eleventh hour, where you think, oh my God, I can't do this anymore, and, it's, and then something happens. So yeah. all the in between time, right, is us mulling things over, mulling, mulling, mulling. So that's what I could tell you because I don't see anything right now on the horizon yet for you. I feel you might be going back to production, maybe going back more to something that you really love. Um, do you, yeah, I feel like yeah. You don't see that, you don't see that for late December. You don't see that until next year. Mhm. Okay. That's interesting. I don't know. Let me. Um, let me see what. Well, that's only because like someone reached out to me, like someone like I sent my resume that something, and they're like they're going to need your help late December. So they're going to call you, but I haven't been called yet. So I haven't done anything, but I just didn't know if that would actually come through. Joe, I wouldn't do anything. I feel like something is coming through, but I don't know if it's, if it's now, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not showing like even that late December could be a little bit later. Is okay. what I'm hearing. It, it could yeah. be maybe more into January or because I feel they're waiting is it something to do with location? Um, it's a it's a TV show, a show. Um, I don't know if like, I don't know if it's like while they're shooting or if it's something in post, but it was for a t- to work on a TV show. Okay. Because there is something around. I do see sound studios, but there is something around um, a location or going to a location or location scouting or somebody they have to get the location. Yeah, maybe they're waiting for I the even, studio because I I I feel like everything's set up, but there's something about the location. Maybe that maybe they're waiting. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a scheduling, you know, production schedule or something. Yeah, yeah. Let so me Like they'll call you and they're like, "Can you work on tomorrow or something?" So that's how it is. So I just wasn't oh, sure if that was. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
So let yeah. me ask okay. and see. Yeah. So, yeah, you also, I feel like more the beginning of the year, January, February, things seem to go into a different um, direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like in a like like job wise or I because I'm I mean I'm hoping to not have my job that I have now too much farther into the new year. Like I'm totally cool to keep this and like keep it up now, but I'm just realizing how draining it is. And right. Yeah, and I'm but like it's not like super. I, 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 it's manageable right now, but. I feel like it's distracting me overall from what I'm trying to do, but I, maybe I'm not seeing that clearly right now. Yeah. Well, what are you trying to do? Because see, I don't feel you have that yet clearly in mind. Okay. So there, let's see. I asked for your best perspective. It's, it says keep it as an option. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be there forever. I was what I'm hearing. It feels like there's a new, something new coming in directionally for you work-wise. Um, okay. But I do feel it could be, I don't know, either you're going to work more contract-based or you're going to work maybe more project-to-project, project, but the projects are longer. Project-to-project um, project is exactly what I want to be doing. I'd rather be doing something like that where I can do different things, um, but have it not be like it can, because like what I went from was like 12 to 16-hour days every day, like all the time to like having like a freelancer type schedule, which was really difficult financial wise. So I'm trying to find the balance in between those two things. Does that, if that okay. Project based. Yeah. Exactly You're done. Where I would like to go. I just not sure okay. how to get there yet. Yeah. And the way hasn't come through yet because, um, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, There could be something that you say, um, yeah, you could, it feels like there could be something that's, that you get stuck at, you get, again, it it takes a long time, it could be a show, and then it could be, they could let you go, you know, and then there's another one that comes in. So, it may be three, four, five months, um, I almost feel like this one you might be able to have to always come back to, or there's going to be something you can always come back to or jump into. Yeah, totally. But you, yeah, I don't know. You've got some big changes coming up work-wise. It's too much for me to get into a quick little read here, but I feel like how you work I or see, what you do. I feel do, it. Do. That's the thing. I, I, yeah. that's the thing I, I feel, and I'm already feeling kind of frantic and, like, not nervous, but just, like, Ah, you know, like I feel like a lot is about to change, but I don't know what that is because <laughs> I have things that I want, and I also am trying to figure out things that I don't want so that I can say no to those things. Like I said no to another show because I knew that I didn't want that position, which was like huge for me because me last mm-hmm. year would have just taken it that I didn't want it, but because it was in TV, I would have just taken it and been unhappy. But like I right. got a little bit clearer on what I didn't want, but I'm still in that process. So, like, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's going to be a lot that's going to be, like, what you've been saying, like, kind of like a canon, like, you know, you know, yeah. from zero to three, but I'm just not sure when that will, like, how Yeah, really well, you're not going to know yet because there's a shift in conscience. You know, a lot of times what happens is somebody, some influence comes in that we're unaware of, 
that it gets us in a whole different trajectory. Um, yeah, did you take a take a, a, a watch, a listen, and a watch um, of the the soul insights for the week that I did for the 18th to the 25th on my YouTube soul insights with Michelle Mache. I yeah. I go over this. It's all about the contrast, and see, you're right in the middle of that. And even though it's for the week. For many, it's going to be probably a month, for sure the rest of this month, and maybe part of December, maybe all of December also. It just depends where people are in the cycle. But you're right in that contrast. And usually what I find is something something comes in to change. It's like years ago, I remember I got out of TV, media, I got out of everything that I was doing, and I was just doing deeper healing work. You know, I did a three-year program for all kinds of hypnotherapy, alchemical, medical. I, I did a holistic health counseling. I did uh, some energy work. You know, I, I went back to school. I just did all – I just dived in, and I was doing really deep healing work, uh, yeah. personal, right? And then out of the blue, I get a call from, I think it was Paramount and NBC, I guess their, their own company, think, for me to come up and do uh, – this show, psychic show called the Oracles. I was supposed to come up, you know, up to LA and I was like, how the heck did that happen? Where is that? And I did. And then I ended up doing the show for a while, you know, or we did the pilot rather, but it got me up to LA and I was started doing a lot of more workshops up here and I did like five or six pilot. Anyway, we did these different projects. And then it turned out that like two months later, it, it turned out that it was a, a a client of mine that had months before gave my name, um, and that's why they had called me for the screen test. So yeah, 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 yeah. But it's yeah that that's. I think I know exactly what you're saying. Like it, it's there's never going to be it's, like I, I I won't know how or why, but it you know when it happens, but no. That's, no, it's yeah. a divine timing thing. It's fluky. And all I can right. see right now, like sometimes I can see that, what it is that's coming in, the influence. Um, yeah. A lot right now I feel because old karmic patterns are over for so many people, the old ties or way of being in the world or looking at in the world are different. So it's coming in like left field out of the blue. Um and I feel that with you, but I feel right now, again, everything you're, you're doing is prepping you for that, to be at the right place at the right time. So the, even okay. the pushing yourself, even the pushing yourself at the job is putting you there at the right place at the right time, you know? Okay. There, there's some little leap. There's a little leap of faith that's going to happen that creates the opening that you go in the new direction. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I can just keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, just yeah. prepare, just prepare your mentally, emotionally, prepare what kind of projects, whatever you need to do to prep. And maybe it's just more the mindset that you're prepping, you're changing the mindset. You know, it could yeah. be just, um, it, it could be just that you're trusting more, you have more faith, you're, you're letting being spirit led more. You know, and you're, yeah. you're recognize. See, because because the fact that you're saying that you're in the contrast, you're not yet o- over the process. See, you have to sort yeah. through more, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like Persephone. Look at her, that up. Uh, that myth going into the underworld. So you have to go into the subconscious, into the underworld, and sort through 
through your subconscious, what's what you want, you know, the wounding, the healing, the empowerment, the higher conscious, all these aspects of you, all these experiences have to be sorted through so that yeah. you know what you really, right? You see what I'm saying? It's a, it's, and what I the thing is, is we can't, yeah, it's not an intellectual knowing. It's like you're going to just feel it and imbibe it so that you draw in the right circumstance for you, but you also have the right response. Okay, it's not going to be it's because there's a little leap of faith. I mean, you might have a space like three to four weeks or something where there's no work. You know, there could be some kind of space. And and then, boom, this thing comes in, you know, it's like and it's even better, you know. Um, All right. Keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. You're you're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm having trouble in the sound because there's. I'm up in the mountains, and there's uh, – Laura, let me know in the chat if you can. Um, I changed it, but, yeah, it's been raining here, and they've worked on the electrical wires um, and such. Yeah, so, okay, that's – I mean, Christine, what she brought up is really um, kind of highlights how everybody is led right now. I mean, it's a different experience it's hard to plan. You can plan only to a certain point, a certain degree, right? You can only plan to a certain point or a certain degree, and then you have to kind of really let spirit take over, which in the old paradigm, we did, we, yes, we did do that, but not as much. You know, there was, there was enough within the old paradigm of condi- conditioned responses work because that's what people were doing. I mean, even if you look at old sales and marketing, right? Those things, things were much more binary. It's either A, it's either B, you know, it's zero or it's one, you know, it's, it's this or it's that, you know, Um, choices weren't as much. In the collective, see the awakening part right now is really starting to really not just get the star seeds or the light workers or the healers, the people that have been consciously working, but more the mainstream consciousness. So the constructs, that's all with this Pluto and Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn, you know, busting it through. Now Uranus and Taurus, busting it through. Uh, Uranus and Aries, busting through us, right? So as the structures become more loosened and unpredictable there's there's this uncertainty there's this which is spirit you know you can't just go by what was done in the past or what was that tried and true way in the past you have to keep things pretty much into the present um some planning you know visioning intention you know visualizing affirmations mantras all that helps but then you have to bring it right back into the present of what do I need to do now? What's, what's the reality? What's happening now? So what we're really doing is you're creating your own openings is what you're doing. You're creating your own opening for the new to come in, okay? So it's, it's, a, much, um, it's a much more, even though things seem to be stuck and not moving, it's, it's much more enlivening that makes sense, right? Because you're dealing with life principles. You're dealing with how do we, how to manifest on a con- becoming more of a conscious creator. So 
yeah, try to push or make something happen just pushes it further away because, you know, and I talked about this, you guys remember a couple of years ago, I said, last year and this year, I said, that's last year was the turning point where we're not going to be able to push or make to make things happen because there's such an intervening on the soul level, you know, the higher self is like, no, we don't want you getting down this path in this entanglement. You know, we don't, we don't want you, which is us, our higher self is us, that higher aspect. So it's really kind of this meeting of the minds um, that is causing this, you know, that is, um, it's just us. It's us saying, recognizing that, that the that the game is not is different. The needs, the ones, the payoff, the result is different. It's a different game. So we again, I go back to this. We have different rules. So we still have some of the old material plane, earth plane rules, man-made laws, man-made rules. But the universal laws, universal rules, are coming through more. Okay, so we're kind of yeah. Again, we've got, we've gone as far as we can in that old way of being of separate separation, separate, you know, um, us and them, you know, we're at the, we're at the pitch of it, but anytime it's like a cold or a flu, right? Anytime you're at the, the, the apex of it, the pitch of it, right? If you're at, you feel the sickest, right? The flu, the cold, that's when it starts actually getting better. Right. And then you start feeling better. And then, you know, what does doctors, you know, healers say, but don't expend all your energy. Don't rush out now, even though you're feeling better. So at the, at the top of the, the peak of the, of, the, of the illness, the sickness, the dis-ease, the dysfunction, that's why they always say, you know, that the, the, the medicine is, is, is in, was in the illness. It's in there. The medicine is in there. And so that's what's happening to so many people. And even on a level, I would say that um, – you know, has to do with your own inner knowing. There's, you can only take it so far, and it's about trusting yourself and finding the guides or the system that support you, whether, you know, whether it's coaches or programs like this. Or, but finding that support, how do I do this? How do I understand what I truly need and want? What's my truth? Where's my true north? Because that's the that's the new game. It's it's not what school did you go to? Did you go to Ivy League? Those are old. Oh, that's fun. That's fine if that's really you. But those the levels, the standards, the values, principles, and beliefs are changing, and and for many have changed, and so therefore, what brings fulfillment is changed, has changed, and is changing. And so it's about aligning to that. But again, it's all a personal process. So you have to find that also out for yourself. Just like Carla Christine said, you know, she's understanding now how she wants to work. So the soul changes, and to answer Richard's question, all have to do with lifestyle. So the values, principles, beliefs, the qualities of the people, jobs, situations, careers, that's what it's about right now. It's not necessarily attaining a certain level of, you know, Money, monetary. It's not just based on the monetary, that that's what's winning or successful. It's peace of mind, joy, happiness. It's, it's some of the more transcendent qualities, spiritual qualities, um, that is becoming more an aspect of the fulfillment that people are not only – they're 
are, that are needing and wanting. So it is a big change, and you have to be compassionate, and you have to take it slowly. You know, you have to answer the call, that how you're receiving it in your own timing. And again, I always say getting support is so crucial because none of us, none of us do this alone or on our own, right? All right. So uh, it's time for our second half of the program. We have our awakening dialogue today with Lori Gerber. And Lori is definitely passionate about personal development. She's been coaching individuals and groups for over 15 years. She holds a degree in education and political science from Swarthmore College, um, was certified to teach elementary school before enthusiastically joining the Handel Group. Lori owned and operated Partners with Parents, a tutoring and educational consulting business in New York City. Um, In eight years, she has built the Handel Group, life coaching from nearly non-existent to a team of skilled coaches. Uh, She's also been on featured on uh, TV appearances on MTV's True Life special, I'm Getting a Second Chance, A&E's The Marriage Test, The Dr. Phil Show, and The Today Show. Her professional and personal mission is to better the world by teaching people to tell the truth and pursue their dreams. Her focus is on maximizing clients' ability to thrive across all areas of their life. Wow, sounds great. Welcome to the program, Lori. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so wonderful. So first of all, I want to get a little bit of your background um, and how I always like to look at your first awakening, how you awakened to doing Mm -hmm. this on your path. Um, And was it a personal awakening? And then how did you get to working with uh, people? How did you make that decision? Wow, great, great question. By the way, it's lovely to listen to your voice. I'm finding myself getting more and more relaxed as I listen to you talk. Oh, <laughs> it's very nice. Nice. I love it. Thank Wonderful. you for that. It makes it nice. Mm-hmm. So I feel seeking is in my lineage. So when I started mm-hmm. is probably before I was born. And I remember always being a seeker for spiritual development, always looking for answers. I took Tai Chi with my mother when I was 11. I lived in an ashram when I was 20. I tried every kind of self-help, mm. read every book, did therapy, of course, yoga, tai chi, chanting, oming, you know, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. I, there's, very little, there's very little I haven't tried or done. Um, right. All of it's been very it. interesting and meaningful and helpful, some things more than others. So I would say actually my biggest turning point in awakening was in my early 30s when I had accomplished many things, like you were saying, some of the old school accomplishments like education and a Mm -hmm. good business that I ran with my brother and two little kids. Now I have three, but at the time it was two little kids and a, you know, a cute husband and a not that overweight body, you know, so I had a lot of Mm -hmm. boxes checked living in my own apartment, all the things. And I was not actually happy or fulfilled. And, and I looked over at my friend. Yeah. I looked over at Lauren Handel Zander, Handel Method, Handel Group, just her maiden name. That's all it is. And she mm-hmm. looked self-actualized to me. All the same demographics as I had, but she actually was, uh, I call it obnoxiously buoyant. <laughs> I didn't understand. Mm, see that? Yeah. 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 There was something I had missed in the whole shebang of personal growth. And she appeared to have it. And I have been actually watching her and sitting with her since then for the last 15 years and working for her and with her because she seems to stay a step ahead of me with how tapped in she is and how well she connects 
how will she connect, I would say, heart, head, and body, and really speaking to each of those at the same time. And so she very quickly, when I discovered when I discovered that she knew something that I didn't know and I hired her to be my coach, that was the biggest awakening is how to connect heart, head, and body. So I had connected head and body. I had accomplished many things. I had never really connected heart, head, and body. I had never really debunked my negative belief systems, and I had never been held to account to do something differently. So that changed everything very profoundly and indelibly. Now, I'm going to ask you this because having everything, how did you know that you weren't happy? Because you were obviously happy enough because you had all these boxes checked. But yeah, it looked good. It looked good on the outside. It looked, it looked good. good on the outside. So on the inside, what you didn't see is my husband and I hadn't had sex in months. We were civilized, but not connected. The kids were mm-hmm. not, you know, cooperating. I was not sleeping. My skin was broken out. I was gaining weight, not losing weight. I was mm-hmm. just generally unfulfilled and taking it out on my coworkers. You know, so. The broad strokes were very nice, but the subtler strokes were quite yeah. inconsistent, inconsistent with my ideals. Now, see, I love that you're saying this because very, I can tell you so many, and I'm sure you've had the same. I've worked with so many clients that sometimes say, I have it, I should be happy. They're looking and they're going, and they'll default to that position. I have, you know, the boxes, they'll check, check off, and, some, and I should be happy. We just came back here, you know, I should be happy. How do you break from that? Because to me, what I'm hearing is somehow you were able to get from the veneer, and maybe sometimes we do things a little, you know, autopilot or, you know, robotic, and then that part of our mind says, well, you should be happy because look what you have. You know, it mm-hmm. almost tells us we're happy. You should be happy. You are happy. So yeah. Why are you uh, thinking if, you're if, not? if only that, if only we had that power over our minds. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not, well, if no, you're not happy. But I do see people do that. I do see people try to convince themselves that they're happy. Yeah. When I mean, see, if, you crush, again, if, right? if, if it worked, if it worked, I would, I would, I would use it too. But what yeah. I teach is if you're not happy, it's generally one of two things. Either there's something inconsistent. You're not actually aligned. Your actions do not actually align with your highest ideals and your thoughts and plans. Something's out of alignment or you're lying about something. There we go. Yes. That's about it. So how do you get all I've come up with in all these years of studying it? Yes. Yes. So how, first of all, how did you, was it a contemplation meditation or you just woke up one day? How did you get past the lying part? Oh, no. I mean. And how can you, yeah. Yeah. And how do you share that with other people? Yeah. 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 I mean, I will tell you, a skilled coach is profound and I really, you know, I thought I knew everything. I had been into many courses where I thought I was way smarter than the teacher, right? I, it took me seeing someone who had something I wanted for me to say, oh, maybe I should listen to some, somebody else's thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we have people do in the hand-on method is write down their dreams or their ideal. And we really pretty much, you know, we really work until whatever they say gives them goosebumps and brings tears to their eyes so it's not a BS brochure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the mm-hmm. actual answer. So it drills mm-hmm. down to something like I'm madly in love with the love of my life or I love going to work. It's so inspiring. You know, there's, there's like a nub of it. So she forced me, first of all, to say the nub of what I wanted 
that nobody was really mm-hmm. asking me, right? People were more asking mm-hmm. me about a description, not a, not a, well, I'm sure you teach this all the time about how important it is to be able to feel it, right? It was a, it was a yeah. feeling right. that I wanted that I was never being forced to articulate, right? I could articulate, you know, two kids in an apartment in Manhattan, but it, I didn't articulate the feeling that I wanted to have. So she made me articulate that feeling. And then she made me rate literally on a scale of one to 10, if that's a 10, where are you now? So another chance to tell the truth, right? And then poke wow. holes in it. Like, are you, are you sure that's what that is? Right. <laughs> <Before>. <laughs> Which is, this is now what I do with clients, of course. It's, it's such fun. So she, so then there was that truth telling moment. And then she goes, okay, now tell me what you're really thinking. Right. We've heard from your heart. Now let's hear from your head. What do you actually really think about that? Oh, I think my, my husband's a dummy. I think he's a jock. I think he doesn't care. I think I'm never going to get a decent body. I never have had one. I think, you know, I should be happy with my job. I think blah, 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 blah. Right. All of my things. Right. I thought, and she said, Oh wait, you know, these are BS. <laughs> these are, these are a lot, you know, I think my, my business is plateauing because the woman I hire doesn't really care you know, all my, my theories. And she literally argued with me like a, like a good New York lawyer. And she, she showed me I was lying. She, she literally asked me questions like, well, this woman you hired, what are her statistics? How well does she do at closing customers? How well did you used to do when you were in her job? You know, she literally probed me for truth and found lies in every area easily. Like it was not hard for her to find lies and it wasn't it was not hard for me to accept that she was right because it was in front of my face and I was asking her Mm -hmm. to help me and I I couldn't deny it now that's not to say we uncovered every single lie in every area right then and there but that was a pretty big awakening to go oh I'm I literally can I just tell you I literally thought I was the weight that I was because of my genetics it did not even occur to me a smart college educated person that what I was eating was why I weighed what I weighed Mm, that's right. the level of yeah. it did not occur to me that I was the one not listening to my husband or inviting him to have sex with me and that that had something to do with our intimacy issues it did not occur mm-hmm. to me that I was the one blaming everyone else at work instead of taking responsibility for my job description that that had anything to do with why I was having the feelings I was having or the results I was having so it, it then became fun to find the lie because if I could find the lie then I could fix the real issue and be actually happy and proud of myself. Mm, I love this. So it's, it's, it sounds like brutal honesty. It sounds like a big part of this type of awakening is finding the light, being honest with yourself about what it is you not only want, but how do you really want to feel when you yeah, want in life and how you really truth. want to feel. Yeah, the that's first the first truth. Okay. Is, how you, what you really honestly want. The second truth is where you really honestly are. The third truth is what you're really honestly saying to yourself. And then the fourth truth is what's the real issue? Like my real issue was I hadn't listened to my husband talk for years. I had not, I mean, it's shocking when I say it. Like how do you expect to feel intimate with someone when you literally don't listen to what they have to say or no. invite them to kiss you? Like, and I was just, you know, in my completely in my own world, completely a statistic of the, you know, the middle-aged woman with two kids and a business and who just, you know, just doesn't have time for it. 
But meanwhile, yeah. I promised in front of everyone I know, love, honor, and cherish till death do us part. And I wasn't planning on getting a divorce. So what, what was I doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like too, um, Lori, which is so amazing that it's really busting through that old paradigm because that's what's handed to us. And then there's all these little platitudes and principles and beliefs. Oh, that's just how it is at this age. Or when you have this kids or you have that, or this, all that is put on top. Right. So people, you never get right. You never really get to the truth and the accountability. That's what I'm hearing with this coaching. There was, it sounds like there's a lot of accountability. For sure. And again, I had tried many modalities and teachers and courses that had two out of the three, head, heart, body. But this accountability, Mm -hmm. so we designed a conversation to go have with my husband about the intimacy. We designed a conversation to go have about where I was not performing at work. We designed my food. And then she followed up. Right. She asked me the next time, you know, there was an accountability, Mm. even in our digital program, which is completely digitalized and automated, you have, it's asking you what you did or didn't do. And if you didn't do it, did you pay the consequence you made up for not doing it? So you don't feel bad and dramatize it. You just either keep your promise or you pay a consequence. So to this day, I have a promise not to interrupt my husband. And if I don't keep that, I do one of his chores. And it keeps me mm-hmm. kosher, right? It keeps me beholden mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. thing I say I want, which is intimacy with my husband, the thing I promised my whole community I would do. So that wow. accountability is, is huge. It's, it's, it's a game changer. It's the game changer. And that mm-hmm. I had not gotten anywhere else. And also, I find the reason I, I give myself the permission to hold my clients to account you know, whether it's digitally or one-on-one or in groups or whatever, it's because I'm doing it myself. Yeah. Laurie, I just talked about that at the top of the program uh, because we had a listener call, uh, email in about different people, you know, how do you know working with somebody? And I said, well, one of the things is they're not doing their own work. If they're not being, you know, what you're saying, accountable to themselves, their own path, because no matter how long you've been doing this, we still have areas. You know, we still have our sure. own growth. And we just have so and maintenance glad. even. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Because we're all lying all the time and avoiding and, and battling the voices and all of it all the time. And I don't I don't feel like I have the right to ask a client to hold true to something or to take a risk or to do something that scares them if I'm not modeling that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love oh wow. Oh, that's beautiful. That that's truth. Yes. If you're, you need to be doing it as well. And then I think that communicates to them as well. And, and the work stays fresh. Um, yeah. It's yeah. real. It's real. I mean, it sounds, it's so, so real. A little bit, <laughs> so you, um, you owned an operative operated partners with parents, um, tutoring, tutoring and educational consulting business. Now, are you still doing that, or now you've moved over to? I'm not. Work? That was that was okay. the place where I was uh, blaming my coworkers, and you know we were doing well, but I just mm-hmm. it was not my calling. And instead of being truthful about it not being my calling and leaving gracefully, I was gonna kind of slink my way out the back and sort of sabotage it, which would have been such an unfortunate way to end my work there. But but the one thing that it was a beautiful you know career. It was you know I was matching tutors with students, which was a way to help people, Mm. you know, get better. But what I was finding is that the dysfunction in families, 
I was getting in the middle of the dysfunction in families and helping the kid with French was not really helping in the way that I wanted to be helping. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I really, that's what awakened me to the idea that I needed to get some sort of training and how could I help a parent be more of who they want to be so they less pressure the child to try to be their proxy. And how do I help oh, I a, love that. a young person develop their own design for their life, their own dream for their life? How do I, mm-hmm. so I, you know, again, then serendipitously, of course, I find that Lauren has this method all, you know, already, she's already teaching it, but she didn't quite have it codified and she didn't have a, a group of coaches doing it and she didn't have a digital product back then. And, you know, she was kind of one woman, she had a couple other people around and then surprisingly unexpectedly but quite magically the position of running her life coaching division opened up and I was easily able to to transition from running a small business of my own to essentially running that small business Uh, and my job has evolved a lot since then but it was a very magical story actually how that unfolded if you if you want it I will tell it yes I, I do, and I just want to interject quickly. So as I'm listening, I'm seeing, so you were doing a little more surface, then you got deeper, and so now actually you're helping people with the core issues, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, wow. really, exactly. Okay. The causes, not uh. the symptoms, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. yeah. So ha- tell us how that came about, how you magically got into that position. You wound out of the other, it sounds like. Right. And this opened well, up. Exactly. So the fun thing is, of course, people come to coaching for career, right? That's the innocent, sort of socially acceptable thing to come to coaching for. So I, of course, came to Laura and say, I want help with my career. And she helped us build, you know, she helped us with the business and she helped us with all that stuff. But really, she ultimately, when it came to working with me personally, she went right for my sugar addiction, because that was my my one true love it helped me forsake my husband she went right for my relationship with him my health and all that before she would even look with me at my future career and I think somehow she knew that if I didn't get my self-respect and my self-love in that whatever we would build with my career wouldn't be would not actually be true alignment for me so again I didn't go into coaching saying I wanted to quit sugar (laughs) or or even work on my relationship. I barely thought there was anything wrong. Uh, but again, we do, you know, sort of diagnostic of everything. So it becomes clear what's really wrong to a trained eye. So we did work on all those things very quickly. I learned how to eat out of self-love and how to nourish myself and got back into my body. And then that opened up sex. And then we worked on the relationship and fixed that, you know, a lot of, a lot of beautiful relationship work. And then we launched into the career. And she gave me this assignment we give lots of people in career where I got to brainstorm all my different possibilities. And we, we would rate it head, heart, and hoo-ha. Have you ever heard of the three H's, head, heart, and hoo-ha? No, but that sounds we, we okay. made it. We made it up. <laughs> okay, made it up. okay. I have so head, okay. heart, and hoo-ha. But who knows? We, we talk about it a lot in regards to dating and stuff. But so head, heart, and hoo-ha is, are the three voters that anyone has, right? The head is, is it sensible, practical? The heart says, do I love it? Does it feel good? The hoo-ha says, does this turn me on? Is it cool? Right? So I had all these ideas of what I could do with my life. None of them were passing the three H test. None of them. Right. I was like, I could go to social work school and social work school sounded like such a drag to me. I, (laughs) you know, such a drag, right. (laughs) Like That is not good for my heart. Yeah. Head 
smart. Go to social work school. That's smart. Heart, no way. Hoo-ha, no way. Uh, you know, they said, oh, maybe I could become a rabbi. Ooh, my hoo-ha likes that. I like the title. But then my head says, oh, no way. I'm not going to go teach, you know, male-dominated liturgy. I'm not going to go live in Israel. No, out. You know, then I'm like a, a yoga teacher, right? And I'm like, oh, heart loves it. Hoo-ha could get into it. Head is like, no, no money. So, you know, right. head, heart, hoo-ha, we're not. And then I even wrote life coach on the list. And I wrote, that mm-hmm. sounds like a quack. <laughs> like a quack. Mm-hmm. I'd be embarrassed to tell anybody I do that. And then in little parentheses, I wrote, but if I could do what you do, I'd probably be pretty happy. Right. But then I didn't, you know, I didn't think I could. And plus my hoo-ha was saying no to the title. So that went off the list. So Lauren gave me this assignment and this is what we give people six hours a week. I call it homeschool, grad school. You're studying. And the topic of what you're studying is what the heck are you going to do with your life? Okay. And that's your class. Mm-hmm. You, you attend class six hours a week. You're the TA, you're the teacher, you're the admin, administrator, your admissions. Your curriculum development, you do all the jobs, but you are in session. You are spending six hours a week thinking about it, researching it, giving it new ratings, going on informational interviews, and really giving a hoot about figuring out your next thing for the next six months or however long you give yourself, right? So I consider this to be in alignment with my highest ideal. I am doing the correct action. I am thinking and planning, and I am trying to align it with what I really, really want, which is to you know, be engaged, be challenged, be able to make my own hours, work from home, change the world, and be held to a very high standard. These are the things I care about, okay? It is in that context that magically the job opens up, in that exact context. Now, the job is, and mind you, I think you asked me this first, like, when did you have your first, when did you first think you wanted to do this? It was, I went to a workshop with Lauren, Mm -hmm. and I watched her present and I thought to myself I could never do that which by the way I now do it like 10 times a week I just thought to myself I could never do that but I would love to right it's where I got the bite but I could never find the right role right I could never see it and then lo and behold Mm -hmm. after two or three months of rigorously doing the right work for myself suddenly a job appears and it's not life coach it is life coach but it's not called life coach. It's called president of Handel Group Life mm. Coaching. And I go, oh, well, that my hoo-ha can handle. <laughs> that mm-hmm. my hoo-ha likes. Come your hoo-ha president. likes and your head likes mm-hmm. it. Heart. Yes. heart yeah. was ecstatic. Head was ecstatic. And hoo-ha was now ecstatic. So all three finally lined up. But if you had, you know, you couldn't have told me that. Before I started the yeah. process, I would never have believed you. It didn't exist. It, there was no pathway to it other than in my imagination, of course, which is the point. And so that's the magic of personal integrity, I think. That's the magic of getting into your heart, articulating what you really want, doing the thinking and planning, even though you don't know how. You don't know the how. We don't know the route. We only know the destination. No. We can't possibly yeah. have infinite intelligence to know the route. So we trust the route is unfolding. We take the right action. And poof. That's my mm. poof story. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. That's my, that's so my miracle. The, the, so the job, okay, so you didn't actually, like, interview. There wasn't there. You were just doing the, the work. All of a sudden, the, workshop. the person left unexpectedly. Uh, from. I'm now a client of Lauren's. I'm getting trained, it, not, not exactly on purpose. I'm always flirting with maybe I come work for her because it's so fun, but there's no job. There's no way for me to do it that I can quit my job. You know, there's just no 
It doesn't right. make sense. Right. And then magically out of the blue, as I'm still studying and trying to figure out what I'm going to do, this person who was literally running, literally doing the same exact job I had been doing in my tutoring company, she left unexpectedly. And they literally needed someone to fill in, to, to, to fill not in. Wow. let it fall apart. I was like a hero. I mean, talk about hoo-ha happy. I get to be a mm. hero, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was perfect. It was exactly what I needed to be able to take the leap also because, you know, for years, Lauren said, well, why don't you come and start an XYZ division or why don't you do this or that? And I, I was too scared. You know, I, my hoo-ha could not handle life coach. It could not handle start your own division or it couldn't handle any of those. But fill in for mm-hmm. this president who just left? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That I can do. Yeah. So being a service, you could jump in no matter what, oh, how yeah. deep, how far, because you could be, and now you're in it. And yes. it's, it's and yours, my job has changed you know? beautifully. Now I just get to do what I love, which is teach and lead and speak and do interviews. And I just, my TEDx talk just came out, by the way, yesterday. Oh, great. About, okay. about lying, the exact topic we we're discussing. Oh. So I get to do all that now, and I don't have actually any managerial responsibilities anymore, which is, again, Oh, you miracle. don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how long – okay, so you stayed in that, and you were doing manage- – when you were doing managerial, were you doing any teaching and talks as well, or did that just phase out and you just focused? I did some. some. I always loved the teaching. That was always my favorite. You could tell I like to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I had it. so many other responsibilities. I was developing the coaches. I was running HR and admin and Mark. I was doing every job. It was small then. We're not we're not small mm-hmm. anymore. But um, but yes, I got to grow into actually continue to grow into my dream job because of course mm-hmm. the whole company seeks to to walk our talk. And if we say you know chase your dreams, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Lori, what's great here, and I think I mean. I'm enjoying this too and learning so much, but I know our listeners, because a lot of times people think, boom, it just happens. But you said something here, I think, so poignant and pivotal, grow into your dream. So it's been these steps. It was fulfilling, but now it sounds like it's gotten even more fulfilling. So there, it sounds like within this, you've had your personal growth, but you're also growing more into, like you said, your dream, growing more into what it is you truly want to do. Maybe you've been refining, you know? Right. Well, there's some level of refinement. It would be foolish to think that you could just dream once, right? That you could Mm. dream, you know, you dream once. We dream once a year, kind of once a year. Right. To to refresh, like, you know, rebooting your computer. So, yes, Mm -hmm. it has been a refinement. And, yeah. I, I mean, I don't forsake or regret any of the stages because all of the stages were so clearly building to today mm-hmm. and so clearly teaching me things. But mm-hmm. it is cool to it is cool to know that I get to keep dreaming. You know, at least once a year, yeah. I get to keep dreaming and inventing new things and growing mm-hmm. into them. Yeah, so we wouldn't want to get we wouldn't want to get bored. No, no, and I think this is great for our listeners to hear, especially we had some callers earlier, that it, you can be on this, this trajectory, these steps. There are these steps and there are the refinements. And as you, you know, heal or get more empowered or know yourself more, more awareness, that it can change. It can be refined. It can, it can get even more fulfilling. You know, it doesn't, 
yeah. have to be just once and then that's it. You yeah. know, it's, it's yeah. not static. Yeah. I mean, I, now I'm about to turn 45 and my sex life keeps getting better. And if you would have told me there that we at go. 30 when I was already ready to just <laughs> pack it, pack it away, you know, I would not have believed you. But of course, of course, things can get better. Mm-hmm. I sure yeah. hope so for yeah. our whole society. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what I'm hearing here, it, it sounds like there's workshops, there's working one-on-one, and then I believe you also have um, an online um, yeah. coaching program or coaching course. I want to talk yes, a little about exactly. that. exactly. We figured out how to make this all digital, self-guided, and accessible financially to everyone, which is so exciting. It only took us 10 years, but we did it. So inner <laughs> you. We did it. We did it. We, we, we grew into our dream, as you said. Um, inner you, literally I-N-N-E-R, the letter U, is the online course. It is, an inc- I mean, we're obsessed with making it accessible to people. It's 12 sessions with Lauren, my coach, and the person I just, you know, the founder, the inventor. And then it's not a quick fix kind of thing, but it is the real comprehensive answer to changing your love life, your career life, your health, your, you know, the main important areas that people get stuck in. In addition Mm -hmm. to all of the coursework on that product and all the assignments, you also get a private coaching session. You get ongoing group calls forever, lifetime um, ability to call into a group and what's called master classes where you can join a group and actually go through the process with a live group that you can see and interact with. In addition to just having a weekly coach, you can call in with a question um, forever. So amazing, amazing value. Normally 650 bucks for a lifetime ownership of that for you all 575 because you have mm. a coupon. That's, you wow, have okay. Coupon. Awake, awakenings 75. Awakening 75. I like for that. For you, your folks. And that's Evergreen. Okay, great. And that's um, – Okay, people can go to hglife.coach. Is that it? The website, hglife.coach? Or is there a people, If my people gave you that, that might be true. But they what did. I would think okay. is that, well, if they said that, then that's what's true. Interview.coach is also a link oh, to that Oh, interview.coach. Well, like interview.coach. I-N-N-E-R, the letter U.coach. You just have to make sure if you want that $75 discount, you put that code AWAKENING75 in, um, in the little coupon box so that that it'll go from $650 down to $575, and you'll see that. Then there's payment plans, again, because we know not everybody can do one chunk, but it is one chunk, and then you're in the community working it forever. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we know know it's a process, and it keeps iterating. And – so in this course, is this guy, it's to make those changes that you were saying in those areas. It's support. I, I'm taking it. There's a similar accountability. I, I, it sounds like there's probably growth work or something to do. Yeah. Kind of homework. Thank you. Thank okay. you. So remember how I was talking about how she asked me to articulate my dreams, then download yes. the voices in my head, then argue, then make and keep promises with consequences. So there are Mm -hmm. module after module after module taking you through that entire process. So it's essentially like having 12 sessions with Lauren. So she'll take you through that process that I outlined. Then she'll go into your history. She'll go into your parents. She'll go into, um, you know, 
crap you have with other people and relationships, how to have a difficult conversation, essentially covering every obstacle you could have and how to mm. surmount it. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. So pretty much anything that can go wrong, there is an answer in those 12 sessions about how to deal with it. But you go at your own pace. You can join a group and go through it in six months. I'm doing a group where we're going to do it in six weeks. You can never join a group and take five years to do it. You can do half of it now, then a half, you know, in a year. So different people interact with it in different ways. But essentially, it will take you through the entire method of envisioning through to execution and everything in between that could stop you from executing from the deepest stuff to the most mundane. Mm, okay, and, sounds and fantastic. Your point, yeah, it, it's it's remarkable, and we have a buddy system mm-hmm. within. So if you can't afford a private coach, or you know those group calls don't work for you, there's a buddy system. We will offer you a buddy over and over again, new buddies until you find a buddy that's good for you. So you have a human that you can be sharing with when you're in there, and we have a promise tracker that reminds you to keep your promises. So accountability, virtual accountability. If you again, if you can't afford a real life human coach. Um, we have that substitute. So lots of scaffolding for accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's online, but there is that live person, real person component yeah. also, it sounds like. That yeah. you interface with that exactly. through the groups in one session. Yes, and, and if you're, the exactly. And if you're in that master class, you're actually, someone's actually reading your homework. You know, and if you show up to those calls, you'll, you'll get feedback on your homework, which is, again, mm-hmm. remarkable for $575 for the rest of your life. You know, that's pretty, yeah. pretty nice. Pretty nice. So yeah. wait for the, so what is it for the rest of your life? So you, you mean you can check back in if you're working through something or how, how does that correct? Yeah. You the, could literally oh, wow. so we have master, okay. we have master classes that start every two months. Mm-hmm. We expect mm-hmm. to have that forever. I mean, I can't promise, mm-hmm. but you know, this is going to be something yeah. that continues. So it means mm-hmm. you could literally join different groups over the whole course of your life and keep working through the method through the whole course of your life. You might be someone who, you know, always wants to restart in January and do your dreams again and join a group and work through Mm -hmm. it. Or you could, again, you could just call into the Q and a calls that are not part of a group and just make sure you get a coach's eyeballs on your homework. So, Mm -hmm. and that's forever. Yeah. That's a lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh, That's lifetime. We're really, really interested in people, you know, getting what they need from it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that. So if somebody signs up, then can they kind of map it out and say, you know, this is what I'm looking at doing, or I want to work with this person, or I want to do the, I already know I want to do the group. Yeah, um, exactly. They exactly. Okay, from the get-go. Yeah, so and, they don't have to just start sure. it and then it morphs into something else. It can, they can. No. If you, if you come in as a private if you come in as a coaching client where you're doing one-on-ones with a coach, you're going to automatically be part of inner you. There's no way around it. Cause it's the textbook. It's the community. Oh, but if you, but if you okay. can't afford a private coach, if you can't afford a private coach, as soon as you are in inner you, you will be invited to join the next masterclass. You can say no, and okay. then you'll be in- invited to join the next masterclass. And then the next, you'll just keep oh. being invited every time okay. until you decide it's time. And you'll always know when the next Q&A call is. And you'll always, you know, have that pop-up that says schedule your private coaching session. So you, mm-hmm. you do it as you, as you wish. And I, I'm amused to find all the different ways that people use, use it, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways you can use it. 
nice velvet velvet scaffolding velvet scaffolding velvet scaffolding <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no that's exactly. a lot of care and concern that's really that's really yeah I mean well that is the thing about Lauren Lauren our founder and inventor she is a very unique individual <laughs> and I do mm-hmm. believe that's why the method is so unique and why that it's this desire it's the desire for people not to buy it and then just leave it Right. It's really mm-hmm. the desire for people to buy it and at least listen to it, if not engage mm-hmm. with it. Because mm-hmm. so we're trying to incentivize people in every way we can to at least, you know, get in there and listen to it, if not yeah. do every single last thing. Yeah. Well, no, this is nice because it sounds like it's not just buy this and, do, you know, you actually really want people to use it and benefit. <laughs> That's yeah, it's really, true. and we see that it works. I mean, we've now tested this on MIT students, Stanford School of Business, you know, NYU mm-hmm. in huge companies. It's not, we've tested this so well. We've tested it with hundreds of thousands of people. We know that it works. We've we really mm-hmm. we've been doing it for 15 years, you know. So now it really is just how do we have it be affordable for people who want it? Yeah, reach more people. So we've uh, we so- figured it out. Yeah, in our last remaining minute, something you said, and I want to get back to, um, and, the, and the course seems to underscore about getting what you want in any area of your, you know, life, and, and you talk about the, you know, heart, head, and body. Um, but you've mentioned integrity or personal integrity, and what is that? What's that piece? You know, yeah, how, it's kind of it's yeah. kind of the piece. So I'm glad you brought it up. So we would define that as what occurs or the state of consciousness when your head, your heart, and your body are in alignment. So when your highest ideals match your thinking and planning, match your actions. So it's not something you have, you know, like blue eyes, Mm -hmm. It's something that you Mm -hmm. have in the moment or don't depending on if your actions line up and, Mm -hmm. you know, and the, and the mechanism we use to help people build that muscle is making, keep a promise to yourself. Don't make and keep a promise. Mm -hmm. I want you to keep making, keep a promise you would like to keep. A, a mm-hmm. promise that's a stretch, but doable for you. So when I was quitting sugar, mm-hmm. I didn't go cold turkey. I, you know, got to have a whole grain cereal and a power bar until I could wean myself off of those things. So I made promises mm-hmm. that were a stretch, but doable for me and in alignment with what I was really committed to. And then obviously once you get that positive feedback loop going, it's easier to make and keep those promises um, as you go. But that's the, that's the muscle that that's the tool that we use to help build the personal integrity muscle. And what we find is that regardless of how quickly you achieve your goal, when you are practicing personal integrity and when you're in those moments of alignment, you feel good. You feel happy. You feel proud. Mm -hmm. And that's what we like because who knows Mm -hmm. when our last day is and who knows how fast we're supposed to get that thing. It doesn't really matter what really matters is the present moment and in the present moment being in alignment feels real good. Yeah. So this means all those little things that we can all tend to do big or small that aren't in alignment or aren't of integrity that we might think we're getting away with. So I'm just going to do like breaking those promises Mm. to ourselves. Mm. It sounds like to me has far reaching consequences Yes, um, in our life. Yeah. That you don't really detect because you know, you know how they say immediate consequences work because if you don't associate the consequence with the choice, you don't correct the behavior. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really true that every time I interrupted my husband, I didn't know I was leading him to start to look elsewhere for love and affection until 
mm-hmm. I saw that consequence, I wasn't even paying attention to the consequences mm-hmm. of my actions or, or that I didn't associate sugar with the fact that I was overweight and exhausted and broken out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have an incredible capacity to actually ignore the real consequences of our choices or disconnect them to our choices. And the, and yeah. this artificial concept of consequences, this artificial exercise of promises and consequences gets you conscious to the result and you are choice yeah. in the matter of the result, which is very, very powerful. Yeah, very powerful. Well, that's why I say you, uh, what, course, online, something, book, check-in, a, a buddy. We all need that on all levels yeah. every now and yeah. then, right? Because every new level brings can bring a little – hundred percent shady something that we don't want to see because we're scared you know and i love this i love this idea that you um you know are espousing and teaching and what lauren has developed i think that's amazing you know and i've never seen someone hone so much on the integrity but that's wholeness i mean comes from an integrist so exactly it's it's Exactly. It's pretty amazing to hear what you're saying, how those consequences can be far reaching if, but we, you know, if we don't see it, it affects a lot of that little something can be affecting us or it, that can be the right. block. It sounds like or the obstacle that we don't see, right. you know? Right. Which is why it's nice to have an outsider view because you really can be going for career and the outsider goes, well, wait, as long as you're madly in love with sugar, none of this is going to change like none of this is gonna exactly there's a linchpin here and you need to look at it and then everything does change yeah because it's hard to put yourself out there whatever that means to somebody when you don't feel good about yourself and if you're eating food or doing things that you don't feel good right catch 22 yeah Yeah. it affects everything else no no area is disparate from the others they're all interconnected and much as we wish that Mm. wasn't true it is sorry it is but it is Oh, uh, Lori, this has been great. I've tell I've learned some stuff. I know this has been great for our listeners, and what a great program that you have um, put together at Handle Coaching. I mean, really, it, this is um, sounds very empowering, very powerful and empowering. So, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program and sharing this with us. You are so welcome. It's my pleasure. And my honor. And just give us that website again, uh, InnerUCoaching. Sure. InnerU.coach. That's I-N-N-E-R, the letter U, dot coach. And don't forget, Awakening 75 to get your discount. Okay, great. InnerUCoaching.com or coach. Nope. InnerUCoach.com. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Wait, let me say it again. InnerU.coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's weird. Oh, there I-N-N-E-R, okay. the letter U, dot coach. C-O-A-C-H. Okay. There we go. No. All right, everyone. Awesome there fancy. it is. Interview.coach. <laughs> there we go. You got it. All right. Lori, thanks for being on the program with us. Um, it's been great to have you on. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Much peace. Wow, what a program. Okay, you can find out more about this um, online coaching course by going to interview.coach. Um, there's more information there. Um, you can also go to hglifecoach.coach um, if you want some more information on the other programs. And remember to put Awakenings 75. And again, that's interu.coach. And of course, we were speaking today with Lori Gerber. 
Wow, everyone. Thank you so much for being a part of the program today. All of you that called in, all of you that emailed questions in, if I didn't get to your question this week, there's next week. And if you didn't get a chance to be on air, you can also call in next week. Thank you so much for being a part of Awakenings and co-creating this. And as always, until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.